Morning, it's good to see everyone. Sorry for coming to, uh, to learn. Um, over the past few weeks, even those of us who have not, uh, you know, not uh, always Davin Vasikin, but we've had the opportunity because of the clock, and it's going to come back soon again, to have uh, an easy opportunity to Davin Kivasikin, and therefore uh, I wanted uh, to uh, review this uh, important, uh, important topic. Uh, the Mishnah tells us in Mishnah's Brachis, uh, in the name of uh, Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai, uh, observe that the Torah describes the mitzvah of Kriya Shema, which is once uh, at night and once during the day, not in terms of day and night, but rather B'Shach B'chav Kumech, at the time that a person is going to sleep and at the time that he's getting up. As we know, Beis Shammai derives from here that a person has to say Kriya Shema Shal Arvis while he's literally lying down, and Kriya Shema Shal Shacharis while he's literally standing up. And Beis Hillel disagreed that Kol because the Pesach says, V'lech Derech, as you're traveling on the way, that every person can read Kriya Shema whatever position he happens to be in. Uh, what then is implied by B'Shach B'chav Kumecha is that it's the time that people are going to sleep and at the time that people are getting up. But from the very fact that the Torah does not describe the mitzvah of Kriyashma in terms of day and night, but rather when a person is going to sleep and getting up, um, it seems that the mitzvah of Kriyashma is not defined necessarily by day and night, but rather is a function of when uh, people are going to sleep and when people uh, are getting up. And for that reason, the Tanoim have a machlaikas in the first mission of Mesechtas Brochis. Does it include the entire time that people are sleeping? Or perhaps only when people are going to sleep, it might not necessarily be defined by the entire night, from the fact that the mitzvah is not defined by night, but rather by the time that people are going to sleep. So as we know, the first Mishnah tells us in Mesech des Brochis that a person can begin uh, saying Kriyashma Shalavis from the time of Tzesa Kachavim, which we'll get back to in a minute, and that lasts until, according to the Pinner Rebbe Lazar, until the first third of the night is concluded, which is around 10 o'clock at night. The Chachamim say that a person can say Kriyashma Shalavis till Chatzois Halayla, and Regamliel says until Amur Hashachar, until Allah Hashachar, when the light of the sun begins to peak above the horizon, which we assume is about 72 minutes before the ball of the sun rises above the horizon, known as Hanei Sachama. What are they arguing about? Why does Rabbi Lazar feel that Kriyashma Shalavis can only be said at Saif Hashmaya Rishayna, till 10 o'clock? The Chachamim say till Chatzais, Rabbi Gamliel says till Allah Sashachar. So the Rashi explains later on in Daftes that they're arguing about when the Torah says B'shach B'cha, when you're going to sleep, does that include the entire time that you're sleeping? That's the opinion of Rabbi Gamliel, that it's until Eloi Sashachar. Or Rabbi Lazar disagrees, no, that it's only while people are going to sleep, not when they're sleeping, when they're going to sleep. That's until until about 10 o'clock. The Gemara is a suffix. What is the opinion of the Chachamim? Do they fundamentally agree with Rabbi Lazar? That you can only say Kriyashma to Chatzai Halayla because they think that it's only when people are going to sleep, but they, you know, they don't think everyone is a goody two shoes who's going to sleep necessarily at 10 o'clock. People go to sleep way, you know, until midnight, people are going to sleep. So you could say Kriyashma to Chatzai Halayla. Or maybe they fundamentally agree with Herman Gamliel that a person can say Kriyashma until Aloy Sashachar, until the, the light of the sun begins to peak above the horizon, because it means the entire time that people are sleeping. Just they instituted a siyag, uh, a harchaka, that a person should say Kriyashma before Chatzay Salayla, lest he, for, you know, think that he has all night to say it, and he'll forget to say Kriyashma. So they instituted a siyag. 
That's the only machlekes uh, uh, that the Gemara is not sure within the opinion of the Chachamim. There's a machlekes between Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Gamliel. Fundamentally, when the Torah says B'shach B'cha, does it mean the entire time that you're sleeping or only when people are going to sleep? We happen to pass in Rabbi Gamliel that a person could say Kriya Shema, uh, all the way to Lalois HaShachar, it means the entire time that people are sleeping, but we follow the opinion of the Chachamim that it's a Siyag, a Chachaka, a person should say Kriya Shema before Chachayis HaLayla, lest he uh, get busy and forget to say Kriya Shema. So at least with regards to Kriya Shema Shalavis, it means the entire time that people are sleeping, which more or less coincides with the night, you know, it parallels the night. However, when it comes to Kriya Shema Shalachris, so the Gemara has a Machlekes in the Mishnah Masechlis Brochis and the Avtesim Mebez over here, when can a person begin to say Kriyashma Shal Shachris? So the Gemara tells, the Mishnah tells us, Mishayakib and Tcheles Lelavon. When a person can tell the difference between uh, the white strings and the blue strings of the Tcheles, or Rabbi Loz's opinion, between green and blue, and the Gemara later on defines it as Mishayira Es Chaveroi. When a person can recognize an acquaintance at a distance of four amos, the Rishonim assume this is not a machlekes, it's really all the same uh, shear. When a person can distinguish between one string of the tzitzit and the other string, when he can recognize his friend at a distance of Dalad Amos. Why is that the shear when a person can begin to say Kriyashma? Because the third parish of Kriyashma, of course, is the parish of tzitzis. And the Pesach says in connection with tzitzis, um, you'll see the tzitzis and be reminded of the mitzvahs of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And that will happen when, when a person can tell the difference between the different strings of the tzitzis. Maybe that's a better way of measuring it. Um, so that's, uh, that's why, that's the time that Kriyashma, which is uh, you know, part of the third part of Kriyashma, tzitzis, depends also on the shir of Mishayakir Es Chavero. Practically, when is that? So you have a machlekes ha'poisim. Is it something that you have to measure? And you know, people do have their own uh, um, you know, ways of assessing this. So this is somewhere between uh, sixty minutes and forty-five minutes before anetzachama, before the ball of the sun uh, begins to rise above the horizon. And the standard luach it says sixty minutes, but it's actually a big machlekes. Many hold it says uh, you know late as forty-five minutes before anetzachama. So shvuas morning. Many are not to put on the Taoist uh, until 45 minutes before Nitzahama. To be chayshish for all the opinions. But it's a like this. That's when Kriyash Mashal Shachris begins. When does it conclude? So Rabbi Yosha, the opinion of Rabbi Lazar is, Ad Hanitzahama. Over there in the first line in the Mishnah, the Testament Bays, you can say it, Ad Hanitzahama. Until the ball of the sun arises above, uh, begins to peak above the sky, above the horizon. And that's it. You can't say Kriyash Mashal afterwards. Rabbi Yeshua Omer, Ad Shalashos, Shechein Derech Malachim Lamu B'Shalashos. You can say it until the end of the third hour because the princes are not getting up out of bed. They're eating breakfast in bed and they're lounging around and they're not getting out of bed until the end of the third hour. So that's when the Zman of Kriyash Mashal Shacharis is concluded. So, but why? Because that's Uvkumech when people are getting up. But ask the Kesef Mishnah that we're inconsistent when it comes to Kriyash Mashal Arvis. We said it's not only at the time that people are going to sleep. That was Rabbi Lazar, when people are going to sleep. And that's his sheet over here too. When are people primarily uh, waking up? They're waking up before Hanetzah uh, Ham. Once Hanetzah Ham, the sun is up. So in, the, you know, in antiquity, that was when the day began. Everyone was up at that point. So people have concluded getting up, most people, at Hanetzah uh, Chama. So Uv Kumecha also means when people are getting up. So Belazar is consistent. 
However, according to Yeshua, even according to Yeshua, that it means till the end of the third hour, because that's when the Bnei Malachim are getting up, no one seems to hold that it lasts the entire day. So why is it when it was with regards to Kriyash Mashalavis, we said Vishach Bucha means not only when people are going to sleep, but when people are sleeping the entire night, how come when it comes to Kriyash Mashalachris, uh, we say, no, it's only when people are getting up, but it does not last the entire day. So that's the Kasha, the Kesef Mishnah asks over here in Oishe, that we seem to be inconsistent. So from that, the Kesef Mishnah concludes that in fact one can fulfill the mitzvah of Kriyash Mashal Shachris the entire day. He says that's why the Mishnah concludes, um, I'm sorry, the Mishnah says, you can continue to read it. Uh, Back to the second line in Oiz Dawid. If you didn't read it before the end of the third hour, you can continue to learn Kriyashma the rest of the day. And the Mishnah compares it to a person who's learning Torah. But the Kesef Mishnah says, not only will you be in fulfillment of Kriyashma Torah, you'll also be in fulfillment of the mitzvah of Kriyashma Me'ikra. Then that should last the entire day. The Morgan Avram and the Taz uh, disagree, and so does the Me'iri and the Ureim, and they both explain, they all explain the same, um, take the same... Uh, uh, approach, and that is, no, that there's a difference in meaning between Bishach Bacha and Uvkumecha. Bishach Bacha means when people are lying down. Now that could only mean, that could mean, you know, when you begin to lie down, or could, in theory, include when a, the entire time that a person is lying down. But Uvkumecha implies that there's a change in state. You, you're standing up, you are getting up, not the entire time that you're standing. So therefore, Kriyashma Shal Shachris is not going to be exactly the same as Kriyashma Shal Avis. Kriyashma Shal Avis could include the entire time that you're lying down. Kriyashma Shal Shachris is only when you are getting up. And we, uh, most people get up before Anetzah Chama. However, there was a minority, the princes, the Bnei Malachim, they didn't get up till the end of the third hour. So this man of Kriyashma extends to the end of the third hour. But after that, one can no longer fulfill the mitzvah of Kriyashma. That's why there's a difference in connotation. That's what the Yisefi Yireim explains over here, Oizvav, that the, the, the two words don't necessarily mean the same thing. However, it does not include the entire day, because again, the mitzvah of Kriyashma is not defined by day and night, but rather the time that people are going to sleep, or the time people are sleeping, and the time that people are getting up. So why is it the Chiyah when you get up? It is. If you get up at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, that's what the Chiyah You're saying in our times, people are getting up later. Why shouldn't this change based on the time? So I would tell you, it doesn't change based on the time. And maybe you should be getting up earlier. People should, you shouldn't be getting up at 2 in the afternoon. That's not what I said. Some people go to sleep at 2 o'clock in the morning. Therefore, you could say Shema at 2 o'clock in the morning. That's why this I don't think it's sub... Uh, I, oh, so, okay, well... well, well We'll take your point, and then but let's just expand it. Should this depend each person on when they get up and go to sleep, or should this depend on when the majority of people are getting up and going to sleep? So you see from the Mishnah, you see from the Mishnah, because of the fact that we extended this man Kriyashma past on Eitzachama when most people were up to the th- end of the third hour because of the name Malachim, you see that we're accounting for individuals, at least a group of individuals that are getting up at the, the end of the third hour. So they extended this man Kriyashma till then. Doesn't that seem to imply that we're following individuals? So if you look at the Gemara Masechus Brachas over here, Chesim Ebez or Zion, the Gemara says Masechus Brachas that one could fulfill Kriyashma Shel Arvis. Sometimes, if there's an oinus, meaning there's extenuating circumstances, he could fulfill Kriyashma Shalavis all the way to Anetzachama. And he could begin to say Kriyashma Shalachris even before Mishayakaris Chavero Berichuk Dalaramas, which is when we said Meikra, then this man Kriyashma begins. Even before then, he could begin saying Kriyashma already from the time of Alois Shachar. Why? So the Gemara says because there are some people who sleep all the way to Anetzachama. 
See, even though, uh, you know, for, for many, with regards to many respects, it has the status of the day, since it depends, and there are certain individuals who are sleeping all the way to an Eitzachama, so you can recite Kriyashma, Shal Arvis, in extenuating circumstances, all the way to an Eitzachama. And because it says, when people are getting up, and there are some individuals who already get up at Aloysa Shacha, when the, you know, the, the light of the sun begins to peak above the horizon, so since there are some people who are getting up then, most will begin getting up at Mishiachas Chavera, Baruch Hashanah Amos, but there are some that are getting up already then, so you could even say Kriyash Moshe Shachris already then. So you see that if, at least if there's a significant minority of people that are getting up at one time or another, even though it's not the majority, that this man Kriyashma uh, should accommodate them. I don't know if they, what that would say about the guy who works, the, you know, as the flip schedule. I don't think we would go that far. But this, this far we do certainly go. We include those of the, you know, when the Yechidim are getting up. However, the Ramban writes in his commentary uh, on the Rif and the Mochamas, Mesechtes Brochus, that even though one can say Kriya Shema um, in extenuating circumstances already from Eloisa Shachar, before Mishayake, which is 45 to 60 minutes before Hanetzachama. Eloisa Shachar is 72 minutes before Hanetzachama. So you can begin saying Kriya Shema then in extenuating circumstances. Let's say a person's taking a trip. He's not going to be able to daven later, whatever. So you can begin saying Kriya Shema then. You can't put on talis and tefillin yet, but you can say Kriya Shema at least from the time of Eloisa Shachar because there are some people who are getting up. Uh, and you could say, all the way to in extenuating circumstances. Nonetheless, the Ramban says, uh, just like those should not be done, that's only in extenuating circumstances, can you say, before the Ramban takes that one step further. And he said, when the Mishnah said you could say, until the end of the third hour, that was also only because there's a minority of people getting up then. That was for the Bnei Malachim. But the majority of people, says the Ramban, would get up between Mishayakir and Shaveroi, Barich Dal Amos, when there's a, you know, a little bit of light outside, and Hanez uh, when the ball of the sun would rise above the horizon. So that was when most people were getting up. It was only Ben Malachim who got up later. So says the Ramban, just like you can't say it before Mishayakir, Lechadchilo, you shouldn't say it after Hanez Hachamu, Lechadchilo. Lechadchilo wants to say Kriyashma between Aloysa Hashachar and Hanez Hachamu, because that is when most people. Uh, are getting up. Again, I don't think we, this should change with the time. That was with the, that we, we, perhaps this is probably reflective of what was the, uh, the, uh, the reality at the time the Torah was given. Isn't so the, between Eloisa and Eloisa are 72 minutes before Nates. Mishayaki are 60 to 45 minutes before Nates. Nates is when the ball of the sun begins to peak above the horizon. So the That's Ramban. Alois, we said, is Bidiyevid only in extenuating circumstances because the minority of people yeah. get up then. So says the Ramban, just like that's Bidiyevid, it makes sense to argue that after Anetzachama, until the end of the third hour, which we can allow because the Bnei Malachim are getting up, that's only a minority of people. So says the Ramban, there should be just as much as a Bidiyevid as before Mishayakir as Chavero. So the Ramban suggests, so the best time would be Mishayakir till Anetzachama. That's according to the Ramban. Other Rishayim do not accept this. And they assume once Mishayakir hits Lechadchilo, you can say Kriyashma all the way until the end of the third hour. That's the way it appears in Shulchan Aruch. That's the opinion of Roy Varishayim. But the Ramban's argument, I think, is compelling. And we'll get back to it in a second. What about, yeah. about that? What is their Lechadchilo? When most people are getting up, what the Ramban says, why do we assume that it even follows what individuals are doing? So he says, because the Apostle says, 
When you are going to sleep, when you are getting up, the individual. But the Ramban says, really, you should have. Everyone should follow so when the minority, when so the majority of people are getting so up. Should really get up early. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. Okay, so what emerges is that one could say Kriyashma Shal Shachris in extenuating circumstances already from 72 minutes before Netzachama from Eloy Shachar, the Chachila should be said Mishiyakar, Chavero, Rikhuk Dalama, somewhere between 60 and 45 minutes before Netzachama. According to Reva Rishayim, that should last until the end of the third hour because the Menei Melachim got up then, but the Ramban argues that since a person should say Kriyashma Lechachila when most people are getting up, that should be between Eloy Shachar, uh, I'm sorry, between Mishiyakar and Hanetzachama. Uh, the, uh, that's the opinion of Rav Rishonim. However, Rabbeinu Tam uh, might uh, disagree because the Gemara tells us, Mishnah tells us, um, in Mesechtes Brochis, all the way back in Ois Beis, that when is the first time a person can say Kriyashma Shal Arvis is at Mishosh HaKohanim Nechnosim Lechobitshumosam. From the time that the Kohanim were beginning eating their Truma. So the Gemara explains here on the third line, when is that? Emas Kachli, Truma Mishas Tzeser Kachovim. The Kohanim would begin eating their truma from the time of Tzitzit That's when a person could begin to say Kriyashma Shalarvis. So Rashi already on the Mishnah asked, but many people daven Mariv before Tzitzit So how are they in fulfillment of Kriyashma? So Rashi says, thankfully we have Kriyashma Lamita, and they're going to fulfill Kriyashma with Kriyashma Lamita. That's not why Kriyashma Lamita was instituted. It was instituted for protection from Mazikim, but it could fulfill a dual role as a, as a safety net for those who daven before Tesa Kachavim, that they'll be able to fulfill Kriyashma in the proper time. But it should really be fulfilled at the time of Tesa Kachavim. That's why there are some who are marked with the daven, Marev Davka, after Tesa Kachavim, to fulfill it uh, with the brachas at the appropriate time. However, Rabbeinu Tam uh, cannot uh, accept this. So Rabbeinu Tam, the Taisus and Mesechlis Brochus and Av Beis, over here in the brackets, quotes Rashi's opinion, can't believe that that's the case, that everyone, most people who daven Marev before Tzitzit Kachavim are only in fulfillment of Kriyashma, with Kriyashma Lamita. Therefore, Rabbeinu Tam suggests, no, that they're following the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Anybody who davens Marev, he suggests, before Tzitzit Kachavim is following the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, that one could begin davening, which is quoted in the Mishnah and Brochus at the beginning of the fourth paragraph, that one could begin davening Marev already from the time of the Plaga Mincha and on. Mincha, according to Rabbi Yehuda, goes until the Plaga Mincha, and Marv begins at the Plaga Mincha and on. According to the Chachamim, Zman Mincha is until Shkia Zachama, or Tzitzit and that's when the Zman uh, Marv begins. So there, so Rabbeinu Tam understood, if one is davening Marv already from the time of the Plaga Mincha, like Rabbi Yehuda, not only will he be in fulfillment of Tefillah, he'll be in fulfillment of uh, Kriyashma as well. So, uh, what about Zman of Chumas? So the Rosh and the Rabbeinu Yoyna ask, look at the last uh, source over here on the first side of the page, Rabbeinu Yoyna, and the Rosh on the following page ask, on the Rabbeinu Tam, how could you fulfill Kriyashma the Plaga Mincha? The Pazik says, Vishach Bacha of Kumecha. The time that people are going to sleep, the time, who's going to sleep at 5.45, the 6 o'clock, people are going to sleep? No one's going to sleep then. And the Zman of Kriyashma depends on Vishach Bacha of Kumecha, when you're going to sleep and when you're getting up. That's the Kasha that the Rishayim asked on Rabbeinu Tam. So Taisis in Mesechtis Brochus of Bezim of Bez over here, Oisid Aleph, says that according to Yehuda, it must be that this Bishach of Kumecha does not mean to describe literally when people are going to sleep and when they're getting up. It's a code word. It's just a, you know, a symbol of the time, which is nighttime and daytime. 
That's all it means to, uh, it doesn't mean to distinguish between when people are going to sleep and getting up literally, but rather, just like you don't have to be standing up and lying down like a shamai, it doesn't mean when people are going to sleep and getting up, it's a code word that means, uh, that means when, uh, the nighttime versus the daytime. And it could be that according to Rabbeinu Tam, already from the Plaga Min Chayin on, is considered to be like the nighttime. We find this echoed in different places throughout Shulchan Aruch. If you pay, pay attention, it comes up uh, in, in different areas of halacha where we wouldn't expect it. So for example, it says in Hilchas Avelos, if a person hears about the fact that he lost the Karav, and he was buried already, so he has to begin Shiva when he hears about it. Le'alenu. So it says in the Shulchan Aruch, let's say he in Mariv, after the Plaga Mincha, like Rabbi Yehuda, and then he hears that he lost the Karav. Says in Shulchan Aruch, then that day does not count as the first day to the Shiva, it's only the following day. Because already since he in Mariv, after the Plaga Mincha, it's like it's night time, and it begins the following day. Or the Ramah says in Heaven Ezer, that if a uh, get has to be given at night, but if the husband daven mariv, after the plaga mincha, it's already night, and a get can no longer be given. A get has to be given during the day, not at night. Or the chumas hadeshen, rise a woman has to perform a hefsek tyra during the day, not at night. If the tzibur daven mariv, after the plaga mincha, already has the status of the night, and she can no longer perform a hefsek tyra. Or if you're paying this coming up in Yana de Yoma, in Chanukah, Amir Tzashem, so it says in Shulchan Aruch, also of course, the opinion of the Orchus Chaim, perhaps in uh, extenuating circumstances, one could light uh, from the time of the Plaga Mincha on. It says in Hilchus Purim, you could read Megillus Esther, maybe, and uh, already from the Plaga Mincha on in extenuating circumstances. In the Piskei Taisus, in the Sechus Menachas, you could say Sfiros Haimer. We don't accept that, but you could say Sfiros Haimer already from the Plaga Mincha on. So some of these we accept more than others. But you find this notion, uh, recurring notion, that already from the time of the Plaga Mincha and on, certainly if a person davens Marav, that can endow with the status of night, and therefore would have, you know, with regards to various halachas. I don't know if it has to be night, that might be Tosef Shabbos, you don't necessarily see from there. But, but uh, so, similarly over here, argues Rabbeinu Tam, when the Torah said, B'shach with regards to Kriyash Mashalavis, it didn't mean that it has to be when people are going to sleep, no one's going to sleep at the Plaga Mincha, what it meant is, an hour and a quarter before Shkia, what it meant is that that already has the status of the night, and Kriyash Mashalavis has to be recited, whatever is in the, the status of the night. One second, if that's the case, let's just review, we already said, that in extenuating circumstances, the Gemara told us on the you could say Kriyashma Shalarvis already until Hanetachama uh, in extenuating circumstances. So we explained because there are some people who are still sleeping until Hanetachama. But how will Rabbeinu Tam explain why in extenuating circumstances you can say Kriyashma all the way to Hanetachama if it doesn't depend on when people are sleeping, it depends on day and night? So it could be that Rabbeinu Tam will have to argue, Rabbeinu explains in his Sefer Zikar in the Pachad Yisrael, it could be Rabbeinu Tam will have to argue that it's not fully daytime, and the night is not fully concluded until Hanetzach Because if you're familiar uh, with the hours of the day that we're discussing, you can say Kriyashma to the end of the third hour, Davin Chakras until the end of the fourth hour, is referring to Shoz Manios, not hard hours of 60 minutes, but uh, subjective hours, relative hours to that day. If you take the daylight hours divided into uh, sections uh, equal, uh, you know, portions of 12, so then that's considered to be uh, a shows manios, a relative hour. How do you calculate the relative hours of every day, the shows manios? So the opinion of the Vilna Gain, as opposed to the Mogan Avram, is that you calculate it from the time of Hanetz until when the sun rises, until Shkia when the sun sets. 
The Magen Avram calculates it from Aloysa Shachar, 72 minutes before Nitzchakavim when there's light outside, until Tzitzchakavim when there's no more light outside. Because of that, the Magen Avram has different Zmanim than the Gra. But the Gra calculates it from the time of when the sun rises to when the sun sets. So he says, you see from the Gra that it's not fully daytime until the sun rises. And perhaps for that reason, uh, in extenuating circumstances, one could say Kriyashma Shalavis all the way until Anetzakama. We find a similar halacha as well. The Gemara tells us in Sechlis Menachis that on the second day of Pesach, we bring the carbon Oimer, which would allow us to eat the new wheat. And the new wheat became permitted at the time of the bringing of the carbon Oimer. But what if there's no carbon Oimer? So the Gemara says that it becomes permitted uh, at the time of Hanetzakama. Because the Pasuk says, Ad etzem until the middle of that day. So Gemara says, when is the height of the day? Hanetzachama. So you see again that Hanetzachama is when the day really begins. It's true, all the mitzvahs of the day, a person could be the Yevid, fulfill them from Aloy Sashachar, be the Yevid, if in extenuating circumstances, one could daven Shacharis already from the time of Aloy Sashachar. But Lecharchila, all the mitzvahs of the day should be performed. That Hanetzachama, that's when the day really begins. So it could be, according to Rabbeinu Tam, it's true, the Kriyash Mashalavis is limited to nighttime, nothing to do with when people are going to sleep. Nonetheless, you could say Kriyash Mashalavis all the way to Anet HaChama, because the day does not really begin in its fullest sense till Anet HaChama. The night is not really concluded until then. That's the opinion of Rabbeinu Tam. But if according to Rabbeinu Tam, Kriyash Mashalavis depends not when people are going to sleep, but depends on the nighttime, then it stands to reason, according to Rabbeinu Tam, and as we'll see, he actually t- follows this through, that Kriyashma Shoshachar should also not depend on when people are getting up. It should depend on the daytime. And just like all of the mitzvahs of the daytime, L'Charchila, need to be performed after an Eitzachama. You're not supposed to take Lulav till after an Eitzachama. You're not supposed to read the Megillah in the morning till after an Eitzachama. So too, Kriyashma Shoshachar is no different than any of the other mitzvahs hayoyim and should be performed l'chachila after our netzachama. So keep that in mind. We're going to get back to it in a minute. So that's the, the Zman Kriyashma shall, uh, our Shacharis begins, just to review what we already said, begins in extenuating circumstances from Eloisa Shachar, l'chachila mishiyakers chaveroi, and extends all the way until the third hour. Nonetheless, the Gemara says, and a person could daven anytime from Eloisa Shachar b'diyeved, Davin Shachris, L'Charchila, from an Eitzachama to the end of the fourth hour. But that idea that all of the mitzvahs hayoyim L'Charchila have to be performed after an Eitzachama, one should L'Charchila Davin after an Eitzachama, not before, is found in the Mishnah Mesechlis Megillah, over here on Davcha from Aleph, Oisid Beis, that all of the mitzvahs hayoyim should L'Charchila be performed after an Eitzachama, but the Yeved could be performed from Aleis HaShachah, which is 72 minutes beforehand. So the Gemara tells us, though, Mesechlis Brochis, after it outlines all of the times for Kriyashma that we discussed, turning back to Ois Dalin, the Gemara tells us in the name of Abaye, Abamar Abaye, that means Mishiyakers Chaver Berichuk Dalad Amas. You could begin putting on Tfilin and Tzitzis, as we already said, because we're Isam Oisa, Ischartim is coming to Ois Hashem. But Kriyashma Kivasikin. Kriyashma should be said Kivasikin, like those who were fastidious and committed. The Vasikin would conclude Kriyashma with Hanetzachama. Vasikin would conclude Kriyashma with Hanetzachama. Why would they do this? 
because we always want to have a connection between Goal Yisrael at the end of Kriyashma and Shmona Esrei, that's known as Smichas Gula Litvila, which is a, a great priority. We want to have Smichas Gula Litvila, and you can't begin davening till Lechatchila um, Hanei Tzachama. It's no different than the other mitzvahs of the day, which begin Lechatchila Hanei Tzachama, but the Eved beforehand, but Lechatchila Hanei Tzachama. So you want to be Sermech Gula Litvila, you should say Kriyashma right before Hanei Tzachama, daven right after Hanei Tzachama. Why was this so important? The Pasuk says in Sefer Tehillim, we fear you at the time that the sun is rising. So how did we fulfill you know, this uh, Pasuk in Tehillim by fearing a Kaddish Baruch at the time that the sun is rising? Is by davening Shemona Esrei immediately when the ball of the sun begins to peak above the horizon at Anetzachama. The Achreinim explained because that was when the Oivdei uh, Avedezara would worship the sun. So in order to demonstrate that we're not worshipping the sun, we're worshipping HaKadosh Baruch Hu, perhaps this was an opportune uh, time um, to uh, daven Shemona Esri, was immediately as the sun were rising, we demonstrate our fear uh, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Wouldn't it be better to begin Kriya Shema? Oh. So Rav Avi understood this Gemara to mean, we conclude Kriya Shema with an, uh, b- right before an Chama, and begin Shemona Esri, begin Tefillah, Right after And Rav Arishayim understood that this is the case is because it's preferable to daven Shmona Esrei at the time, right after as the sun is rising to demonstrate that instead of worshipping the sun we are worshipping HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Kriya Shema, we already said, which is 45 to 60 minutes before Anei when a person can recognize his friend at a distance of four Amos until the end of the third hour. But in order to be Saimech Gulat Fila, you could dive and you want to dive in an Eitzachama, you're gonna have to say Kriyashma right beforehand. So say Kriyashma before an Eitzachama, that could already be recited the Chachila Misha Yakir, which is 45 to 60 minutes before. And then uh, davening tefillah, which should really be after an Eitzachama, like all of the mitzvahs of the day, you do it right away at the time that the sun is rising. But in order to have the two adjacent to one another, you're going to have to say Kriyashma at the last possible minute, right before an Eitzachama, and daven right after an Eitzachama. That was the opinion of Roy Varishayim, the Raj, the Rajba, and that's the first opinion in Taisvis. The problem with this approach, huh? The problem with this approach is the Gemara tells us in Masechtus Yum over here, Oisid Gimel. Hilni Amalka donated, who comes up throughout Shas in numerous places, donated a uh, golden chandelier to the Beis HaMikdash that was positioned uh, in such a fashion that the minute that the ball of the sun peaked above the horizon, it would shine into this chandelier and would sparkle throughout the Beis HaMikdash. What did that indicate, other than being, you know, a beautiful scene, I suppose? It was, that was an indication, an alarm, that it was now Zman of Kriyashma Shal Shachris. That's what the Gemara say. Akol Yoidim Sheigizman Kriyashma. So Frank Tyson, what do you mean Zman Kriyashma? Zman Kriyashma is when? When the sun rises? We said the Vasikin read Kriyashma, and we should, we should do like the Vasikin, those who were fastidious, those who were committed. When did they say Kriyashma? Right before Anetzachama, not after Anetzachama. That's Tyson's Kasha. So Taisus asked, uh, explains the name of the Ri. Taisus asked both the Mesechtas Brachas and Avtes when we discuss Vasikim for the first time as well as Mesechtas Yuma, where he discusses the chandelier. And Taisus' first opinion is, no, this is when most people would say, most people didn't do Vasikin. 
They didn't kivasikin. Uh, they didn't daven kriyashma right. Say kriyashma right before anetzachama. Davishman esrei ad anetzachama in order to daven the first possible minute when the sun is rising. Demonstrate we're bowing down to Hashem and not to the sun. That was Masikin did that. Most people were going to say kriyashma anetzachama or before them whenever they woke up. So this was an uh, you know an alarm for most people, but this was not. And the Vasikin agreed. The Vasikin, of course, agreed. One could say Kriyashma Lechachira from Misha Yaker's Chavero to the end of the third hour. But they, they wanted to daven, you know, Shmanesre at the first possible moment when the sun is rising. In order to do that, they had to say Kriyashma right before Kadeshi Yizma Gulutfil. But of course, they agree that this man Kriyashma Lechachira, Misha Yaker, all the way until the end of the third hour. That's, uh, that's how Tysus uh, responds to this. And that's the opinion of Roy Varishainen. However, not surprisingly, as we've already explained, Rabbeinu Tam disagrees. Rabbeinu Tam says, you see from that Gemara, Mesech, the Zuma, that the Iker Zman of Kriyashma is when? After Hanei And he says that makes sense, because according to Rabbeinu Tam, it doesn't mean when people are going to sleep and getting up. It means day and night. It happens to be. People go to sleep at night and wake up during the day. But it really means day and night. So it's no different than any other mitzvah of the day, which should only be performed after an Chama. But the avid, you can daven before an Chama if you have to run to work. But L'Chadchilo should only daven after an Chama. So to says Rabbeinu Tam, the Kuzman Kriyashma should also be dafka after an Chama. And that's the opinion of Rabbeinu Hanano as well. What about the Vasikin? Vasikin used to daven Lein Kriyashma before an Eitzachama and daven Shmon Esrei right after an Eitzachama. So says the Benu Tam, the Vasikin were wrong. When, uh, when, uh, when Abaye said, Halacha Kivasikin, so that meant we should do like the Vasikin, but not exactly like them. They're saying Kriyashma before an Eitzachama, daven Shmon Esrei after an Eitzachama. We should also do like them, say it at the earliest possible moment, but say Kriyashma after Anetzachama, what they're doing, the Vasikim were doing, was Takarong. They were too, uh, you know, they were jumping the gun. It was too early. And that's the opinion of Rabbeinu Hanano as well, that actually he interprets the Vasikim differently, but along the same lines as Rabbeinu Tam, the Vasikim were being mocked not to David Shmona Esrei when the sun was rising, but you are Ucha and Shemesh, we're demonstrating our fear of a Kaddish Baruch when the sun is rising, not by saying Shmona Esrei, but by laying Kriyashma. We would say Kriyashma at the first possible moment. And if you look in the Gemara Mesechus Brochus, when the Gemara brings Aloha Kivasikin back in Ois Dalid, Rashi says, How did they fulfill? What did the Vasikin accomplish? Rashi, you know, in the bracket at the end of the first line, the Siv Yerucham Shemesh, Masai Misyar and Mimcha, when are we afraid of you? Kishemorechem, Kimekabun Alehem. When we accept Kabbalah's Almachu Shemaim at the time of Kriyashma, the Hainu Malchu Shemaim, Shemekabun Alehem, Kriyashma. So Rashi says, not that they would davish Shmona Esrei at the time of Hanei Tzachama, they would say Kriyashma at the time of Hanei Tzachama. But they would have to daven right after in order to fulfill Kedei Lismach Gula Litvila. But really, the Vasikim were, was a heeder not in uh, davening at the first possible minute. And they just had to say Kriyashma beforehand in order to Kedei Lismach Gula Litvila. It was that they were being mocked with to say Kriyashma at the time of Hanei Tzachama. That opinion of Rabbeinu Tam, just like we don't really accept them by Kriyashma Shalarvis, that one can fulfill Kriyashma before uh, Tzedek HaKhavim, we are makbed to fulfill it after Tzedek HaKhavim, so too we don't accept Rabbeinu Tam here as well, that it means uh, Kriyashma has to be recited after Anei Tzachama. We assume that the Vaz, like Roy Varishayim, that the Vasikim were saying Kriyashma before Anei Tzachama, and B'Shach Bacha of Kumecha doesn't mean that uh, day and night, it rather means when people are ge- going to sleep and when people are getting up. <coughs> However, there is another Shita in Rishonim, 
Not that the Vasikan were focusing so much on davening at the first possible minute. Yes, they were saying Kriyashma before Anetzachama. They were davening after Anetzachama. But they weren't doing it uh, primarily in order to daven at Anetzachama, Yerucham Shemesh. They were doing it primarily in order to say Kriyashma uh, before Hanetzachama. But you have to daven after Anetzachama. So in order to daven after an Eitzachama and say Kriyashma before an Eitzachama, you would have to do like the Vasikim. But it wasn't focused on davening when the sun was rising primarily. It was primarily motivated by saying Kriyashma before an Eitzachama, just making it adjacent to Tefillah. Why would you be motivated to say Kriyashma before Hanet Zachama specifically and not afterwards. So you already explained the name of the Ramban. Because Bishach Bacha Uvkumecha means when people are going to sleep and getting up. We account for individuals and we allow the B'nai Malachim to say it, you know, all the way to the end of the third hour. And you give an extenuating circumstances even before Mishayakir, already at Aloy Sashaka when there's a little bit of uh, sunlight outside. However, Lechachila, it should be said, said the Ramban, between Mishayakir and Anetachama, that's when most people are getting up. So says Rabbeinu Yoyna, if you go over here, Ois Tezvav, and that's the opinion of the Rambam as well, that the Vasikim were motivated primarily uh, by saying Kriyashma before Hanetachama. That's what they were accomplishing. Just could they listen to Gula and Davin at a Lechachila time, they would have to say Kriyashma right before Anetachama and Davin after Anetachama. But it wasn't because they were motivated to Davin when the sun was rising, it's because they were motivated to say Kriyashma before Anetachama when most people are getting up. To say it at the ideal time. So therefore, the Ramah writes of here, he says, Zayn Ezu Hizmana, Mitzvah Hanetachama. If you weren't able to, so the Yavid, you could say it. After Anetzachama. If that's the approach, if that's the reason, the primary motivation of the Vasikim was to say Kriyashma before Anetzachama, not to daven immediately as the sun is rising. So let's say a person cannot daven Kivasikim for whatever reason, but he happens to be up before Anetzachama. So because of that, the Shulchan Aruch HaRav writes, and there are many tzaddikim who had this practice, was that even if they were not going to daven Kivasikim, but they were up before Anetzachama, would be makbit to lay in Kriyashma before Anetzachama when most people are getting up, even though it's not with the tefillin, and you're supposed to say Kriyashma together with the tefillin, otherwise, like, maybe maybe either Sheker Ba'atzmo, you're mentioning tefillin, you're not wearing tefillin, but even without tefillin, it's best to say if a person is up before Anetzachama, according to many achreinim, uh, best to say Kriyashma before Anetzachama, because that's when most people were getting up, that's the Zman Lechachila, according to the Ramban, according to the Rambam, according to Rabbeinu Yoyna, uh, for Kriyashma. Even those who davened Kivasikin, so Sternbach writes in the Chivas Van Haggis, there were those who were Cheshish for Rabbeinu Tam, who held that the Chachia Kriyashma should be said after Anetzachama, because it's no different than any other Mitzvah Sayyim, that it's only Bidiyevit before Anetzachama, not even that. But the Chachil should be afterwards. She says that he heard that Rablazer Yudu Finkel from the Mir used to be mocked with the Say Kriyashma again after Anetzachama. To be Chachish for the opinion of Rabbeinu Tam that that's when Kriyashma is supposed to be said. Well, no, because most Rishonim hold it has to be after Tzitzit Kachav. Rabbeinu Tam here is the only one, where Rabbeinu Hanan or Rashi, that it should be said after an Eitzachama. It's also a little bit different because everyone agrees your Yaitse Kriyashma B'Dieved before an Eitzachama. So I'm not sure what you accomplish by saying it again after when you were clearly Yaitse already before. So that's why I don't think many have that practice. If they down Vasik into the lab, be mocked, but say Kriyashma. 
after. But there are many who, even if they're not Daming Vasikim, will be mocked to say Kriya Shema before, because according to Rabban, the Rambam and Rabbeinu Yaina, that's when most people are getting up, and that's the ideal time to Daven. What if a person, though... Yeah. What if a person, though, uh, wants to daven kivasikin, but there's no minion in town that davens kivasikin can, does uh, the preference of daven kivasikin, that priority, which the, the Shulchan Aruch says very great things about it, that uh, he's a, guaranteed to be a ben olam abad, or nizah kol ayoyim, of the, the, the milas and the, the schah that a person receives for daven kivasikin, does that, uh, does that uh, override the priority to daven b'tzibor? So the Bira Lacha writes in Shulchan Aruch, where this appears in Simen Ches, that if a person regularly davens kivasikin, so then uh, he can do so even in the absence of a minion. If a person does not regularly daven kivasikin, he should not choose to do so uh, at the expense of davening b'tzibur. They quote in the name of Shlomo Zalman that if a person even regularly davens kivasikin one day a year, but he always davens kivasikin, many daven kivasikin on Rishana Rabba or Erev Shoshana, whatever, there are certain days in the year when a person always davens kivasikin, so then Rosh Hashanah said then he can do so at the expense of davening b'tzibar, but not if he uh, doesn't regularly do so. Why should that? Why should one depend on the other? This is like a, you know like a uh, you know we're checking whether people are disingenuous. Why is that the case? So the the Achrayim called a Shilte Gibarim over here Oisir Ches who says no that is because Vasika means you're fastidious, means you're committed. You can't be fastidious one day a year. I wake up today, I'm going to be fastidious today and not tomorrow. If you're fastidious and you're committed, you're committed every day. If you're not, then you're not. If you're, you know, one day a year, wake up, I'm going to daven Vasikin today. So then that, that's not what Vasikin is all about. The whole point of Vasikin is that a person is fastidious and committed all the time. So it has something that's either all or nothing. I could be fastidious one day a year. That's fastidious about that day. But to just do it uh, haphazardly uh, doesn't seem to be, uh, you know, correspond to what the whole movement is about. Either way, the Vilna Goyen writes in the Maiserav, and it's a pella that the, the Mishnah Brewer didn't quote this, that, uh, that the preference of davening, the objective of davening with a minion always is preferable to davening kivasikin. It accomplishes more than davening kivasikin. So that's why many uh, would prefer to daven with a minion, even at the expense of davening kivasikin. One final uh, point for those who are davening kivasikin at this time of the year, or perhaps regularly do so, it, we, just because you're not going to do it every day is not a reason not to do it. You can't do it at the expense of davening with a minion, but you've got to be, still begin being committed at some point. So it's always a good idea to daven with a You never know, maybe it'll stick, right? So, but, but uh, when a person is davening with a so how, how big is the window? According to Roy Varishayim, we said, the objective of davening with a is to daven Shemana Esrei, immediately when the sun is rising, to demonstrate that we are committed to a, we fear our Kaddish Baruch Hu, and we're not davening to the sun. Some elder was to say, Kriyashma before Netzachama, but Rav Rishonim was to daven in that short window as the sun is beginning to rise. How much time do you have? Do we need the atomic clock and you know you have 10 seconds? How long uh, do you have? And sometimes people get very agitated about this. So the Rif says at the end of Masechtas, at the beginning of Masechtas Baruch is that this is very difficult to calculate. So he says in the last uh, few words over here, Oishchaf, Avo Pisha Enum Netzachama Davka. Even though it's not exactly at an Eitzachamo, Be'erech, that's also okay. And the Kavachayim quotes uh, on Shulchan Aruch, this Gemara Masech the Shabbos, which says that a person should always daven im dimdume chama when the sun is red, and quotes the very same postuk as the Vasikin. My shemesh, that I should daven as the sun uh, is rising. So that implies that you have the entire time that the sun is red, which is the entire sunrise. How long does it take the sun to rise? 
once the ball of the sun begins to peak above the horizon until the entire ball of the sun rises above the horizon. So depending where you are in the time of year, it's somewhere between two and six minutes. That's, you go look it up. Somewhere between two and six minutes. So in fact, I believe that this is Pshat of here. The Ramah says, on the last thing, Shir HaNetzach Hama, who kemosh shir shor achas kodem shiyala kol guf Hashem This is a direct quote from the Rambam. That it's an hour before the entire ball of the sun rises above the horizon. No one says that. It can't be that that's the Pshat. So the Kesef Mishnah, an hour before 60 minutes before the sun rises on Eitzach Hama. So the Kesef Mishnah changes the gears in the Rambam. The Mishnah Buru quotes it. To Esor Shah. A tenth of an hour, which is six minutes. The Vilma Gain changes it to Shlish Esor Shah. A third of a tenth of an hour, which is two minutes, which is what corresponds to reality is how long it takes the ball of the sun uh, to rise above once the ball of the sun begins to peak above the horizon until the entire sun is above the horizon, somewhere between two and six minutes. So it's Be'erech, the Chazanish is very, you, know, you don't have to be so careful. And Dami Vasik should be the exact second of the Hanei you have somewhere between two and six minutes. But last thing, Chazanish says, a person is rushing to make he has to make sure to daven with the proper kavana. He said, we want to do this as an enhancement to our tefillah. The Chazanish said, of course, we have to be davening in the first place. And davening in the first place, of course, entails with kavana. I mean, it's a shem. We should, uh, Kodesh should accept uh, all of us.